Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD with Matt and Emily. I'm trying to high five you. There it is. I don't know if that came across. I kind of heard it. If it was a little slicker and I didn't have to go, I'm trying to high five you, it might have been better. I'm also doing it upside down. Let's try it again. No, we're at a weird angle. I don't know. Um, I suppose I should do it with my right hand. And there we go. That's a little bit better. We're very far from each other. We're like just close enough to do that. Like Mm -hmm. outstretched hands on both sides. But, But far enough apart where we can't do a good high five. Correct. Welcome to the podcast about tea and friendship. Wow. Uh, Emily and I are friends. That's true. We're going to drink some tea. Oh, thank God. And uh, in a little bit, uh, I, have a, I have a topic I'm going to bring up. We're going to discuss a topic. We have no guests this week. It's Matt and Emily alone. Yep, just us. Trademark, copyright, whatever that is. These two voices you hear, you're stuck with them for the next hour or so. Yeah, depends on the... How heated the topic gets. I don't think this was going to be quite the uh, Star Warsian two hour, no, hour and a half, whatever. This will be shorter than that, I think. Fingers crossed. We won't know until we're done. Is it about peanut peanut butter m Because I, I still have more takes. Um, yeah, this is, I'm going to do a part two of that. And this is going to be a top 10 ranking of all m M&M. <laughs> Let's do it. What are the 10? Uh, can I name 10 kinds of M&Ms? Go. Uh, Oh, okay. Um, uh, including non-existent M&Ms, like ones that have existed at some point. Oh, there, that's fine. There is um, classic M&Ms. I'm not ranking them. I'm just trying to list yeah, 10. one. Classic M&Ms. Uh, uh, peanut butter M&Ms. Two, the best ones. Uh, peanut M&Ms. Three, the worst kind. Uh, uh, caramel M&Ms. Four, one. medium. Uh, crispy M&Ms. Yes. Little crisps in them. Uh, uh, coconut M&M's. This is a thing that I've seen. Yeah. Um, and maybe had. Uh, there is uh, like a black cherry uh, M&M. Yeah. That was a thing for a bit. And um, geez, I think I might be, I think seven might be it. That's all I can name. I can definitely think of two more. I once saw Neapolitan Whoa. M&M's and I've also seen pumpkin M&M's. Whoa. Um, I feel like we should be able to name one more. That's nine. I'm going to say... Do we, do we have pretzel? I'm going to... Did not say pretzel. Oh, we, I've had pretzel. Uh, I'm also going to go out on a limb and say there's probably a dark chocolate version. Oh, there's definitely a dark chocolate version. Um, so that's 11. We've named 11. We did 11. We turned it up to 11. Oh, let's go to 11. <laughs> I I'm, was wondering if you knew if you were going to follow. I have not seen that movie, but I did watch um, VH1's I Love the 80s multiple times. Um, therefore, I know some references. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, Spinal Tap for the listener. Um, <laughs> references have to all be called out. Yes. <sighs> Emily, how you doing? Um, you know I'm doing fine. Um, we just watched three episodes of The Good Place. Um, I felt good about every single one of them. You have two more in the first season. I'm so excited for you. I feel like they're getting better. Yes, yeah. episodes are getting better. They are. I can't wait for you to watch. I think when I leave, you should watch the last two. I might. I actually was thinking there's a movie I want to watch tonight that I might watch instead. I've watched three episodes. What's the movie? I can't tell you the movie. Okay. (laughs) Is this what you had a whispered conversation about earlier? No. Okay. No. 
I can tell you why I had a whispered conversation when I get to my topic. Okay, I was hoping. <laughs> um, no, uh, the movie I'm going to watch later, um, I think, will be uh, part of my next topic. Did you steal it? You don't want to admit it on air? Did I steal what? Huh? The movie. Did like, I steal the movie? Yeah, like like go to movie theater and record it and then uh, watch it. I've never done that before, no. Neither have I. <laughs> Uh, I've, uh, I think I've once ever tried watching a movie like that. It's not fun. I can't imagine it would be enjoyable. Um, one of the really bad uh, Wolverine movies. So like they made the first three X Men movies, and then they made two Wolverine specific movies before Logan. Logan was great. I know. I know about your superhero movies that you like. Um, yeah. And so the first Wolverine movie, the, the truly bad one, where the first time that you get to see Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. sort of being Deadpool, although uh, one of the jokes of the Deadpool movies is that this this old other movie doesn't count. Like, it's just like, forget that movie. It was like a really, really bad interpretation of Deadpool. And the movie, this like Wolverine movie is one of the bottom um bottom three um x-men movies um i have actually seen this i saw the bootlegged version as well yes so the bootleg one came so out when i was in college it looked like garbage and people were like this movie sucks and it's like well it may suck but you are also looking at the very worst yeah, that version. green screened it was like still had like you could see strings on people yeah and, um yeah that was still a bad movie even then even when they finished making it <laughs> sorry to whoever made that i bet but they still made a lot of money the whole thing uh, yeah i mean probably a good amount but you'd be some of those flops that they spend a lot of money on like like solo was like a huge like it still made a ton of money but it also cost a lot of money i think it cost as much as any other star wars movie mm-hmm. like more than the last jedi which you'd think like the last jedi would be the most expensive Star Wars movie, because it's the, the newest one and the last of the. Well, I think because I think they spend more money on the main, uh, the, the main the Skywalker anthology, Skywalker stories. Yeah, is that what you call them, the Skywalker stories? That's why I just called them right now. Uh, I don't know what. Yeah, I mean the I can I call the main anthology films or whatever. I don't know. Do you not like our tea? No, it's I. It's so hot still. Mm. So I can't give an opinion. I saw Emily grimace as she took a sip. I haven't yeah. sipped it yet. I don't trust a tea that uh, hasn't been sitting for at least 30 minutes. <laughs> um, yesterday, I made myself some rice and ate it too fast. And then my tongue has been burnt ever since. It really, really was painful. I said out loud, ow, I'm ow. <laughs> I, uh, I burnt my tongue enough times in my life where I'm hyper conscious of not doing it anymore mm-hmm. i want to i don't want that to happen and also i feel like this podcast makes me even more needed because I, I just would feel like i was letting down the listener if i couldn't taste the tea <laughs> yeah i can taste things i just my tongue does still feel burnt yeah well um i'm it's, sorry for your tongue loss pouring out for my tongue but not the tea yeah pour out something uh Mm, pour out of water in the sink <laughs> or onto a plant that's uh yeah or a plant yeah we've got a i have a plant now do you see my plant it's not in this room any it's not in this room it's in the kitchen i how did i not see it 
We have a plant. It's kind of fun. I haven't figured out where to put it because it was going to go on the, the countertop, but uh, it's too tall. The cabinets, when you open the cabinet doors, it hits the plant. Ugh. So now I don't know where to put it. I don't know if it's a plant that needs, you know, one of those little plant tables yeah. that people put plants on. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be that, that person, but. But you got a plant. So you have to take care of that plant. Uh, yeah. I don't want it to die. No. Um, getting plants was the last phase of, of reorganizing my living room. Was It was like, now we can have plants. But it's not even in your living room. No. <laughs> you got to put it in your living room to have it be the last phase of your living room. Well, yeah, I'll stop to finish. Yeah, there's more to be done. <sighs> Maybe by the time this podcast goes out, my living room will be done. <laughs> we're like three. We're We're talking in the... We're time traveling in some way because this episode doesn't come out for like three more weeks. Guys, you wouldn't even believe what it was like on September 16th. What was September 16th like? Um, We had Indian food. Yeah. We watched three episodes of The Good Place. And three bangers. That's it. Yeah. Three bangers. The next two are even greater bangers. It just keeps escalating. And then the next 10 are even greater bangers. I have been um, talking to people recently. People have been bringing up to me, for the most part, the show Disenchantment on Netflix, which is by the creator of The Simpsons and Futurama. And people keep asking me about it. And I, I have short conversations about how I've not watched all of it, but I've watched like like the first like five episodes or something out of maybe 10. And everyone keeps telling me, it gets better, it gets better. And it truly has been getting better. But The Good Place has also been getting better. Ah. TV, guys. And it's it's TV season now, right? By the time this comes out, all the TV premieres will have happened. The Good Place premiere will have happened. This, perhaps. Is it a Thursday show? Or is it a different day of the week? I want to say Wednesday. it's Wednesdays, but I'm not sure. I was going to say, it could this, this episode could very well come out like the day it premieres. But oh. I don't know. I'm going to be living such a better life when it premieres. Where will you be? I'll just have the good place in my life again. Yeah, you'll be in the good place. I'll be in I the good place. <laughs> oh. Um, I did get the good place um, plug-in for my Chrome. I know. Did we talk about that on the podcast? I don't know if we have, but it's forking perfect. Yeah, it, tr- it takes all my uh, it takes all the swear words and makes them uh, good place themed. Uh, it's good. It also tricks me a lot because I forget that I have this plug-in. And it's like not, a, you know, I don't have the plug-in on my phone or when I use like Firefox. So uh, only occasion, only when I'm reading articles on my computer using Chrome do I see these this, this fun thing. And I forget. Cool. Um, Good place talk. Are we ready? Let's go into it. Tea talk. Tea talk. That's the weird uh, monk version of it. Yeah, that's like the one where like we're already being super mellow because we already recorded one podcast today, yeah. and so now it's like low energy. Uh, well, we just barely are going to get some caffeine in us because we've got a tea this week. Low caffeine. It does have caffeine. Okay. But it's low. This tea, I, I think it's a first-time vendor. <laughs> that's the right word? I think so. Tea brand. Um, this tea is by Argo Tea. Argo, like the Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> uh, the tea is called White Peach. White Peach. 
delicate white tea combined with chunks of peach. Well. I like white tea and I like peach. Well. And now they've been combined. Um, now, now this I is know, also our first white tea. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Um, and now I know what some of you are thinking that white peach is a thing. A white peach is a kind of peach. Yeah. This doesn't say what kind of peach it is. It's just called white peach because it's white tea and peach. It could mean it could mean both white peaches and white tea with white peaches. It could, but I have no idea. Uh, let's see ingredients because it's quick. White tea, peach cubes, natural peach flavor, marigold flower petals, and natural mango flavor. I do remember seeing the uh, marigold leaves in the tea. Yeah, the chunks of peach I didn't really see in there. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I really looked. Yeah. Uh, I bought this tea as like a little sample tea because I was at an Argo tea. I knew I needed more tea and uh, this one looked good. <laughs> what are you tasting? Emily, you've had some. I haven't had any yet. Um, I'm tasting some peach. I'm putting sugar in it. Here comes the sugar and it's going in. Yeah, sometimes I, white tea um, I actually like because... It, it does. I can see it needing sugar and things because it is very white tea. Just is very light. Yes. And I think that's part of what I like about it is it's it's very simple. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you in this moment Please. of friendship. Um, I don't know how many white teas I've had in my life. Like I think I'd say I don't want to say this is my first white tea, but I also think it might be my first white tea. I don't think white tea is very popular. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why. Maybe because it's low in caffeine or something. Or maybe it's because like... Well, okay. So I think green tea is big in Asian culture. Mm-hmm. And black tea is big in Indian and British culture. Mm-hmm. Probably not coincidentally. Uh, yes, I'd say. Similarly. Very related. <laughs> um East India Trading Company mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, Colonialism. Things I know about from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Not the ride. Because um, you Pirates so of the Caribbean know. ride. Yeah. I have been on that ride. If I had to guess, I've been on that ride for... No. Well, I've been on the LA one too. So now I've <laughs> been on the one in, in LA and in Florida. I've probably been on Pirates of the Caribbean five or six times in my life. Uh, I also am from the city, most recently from the city where the Boston Tea Party happened, Boston. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, I, where did the Boston Tea Party take place? I just, I forget. Boston. Are you sure? Yeah, it was the, the harbor of Boston. Um, the but, name of that harbor is Boston Harbor. Are you, <laughs> I, I don't, or I just remember Paul Reveal running. That was in the north end of Boston. <laughs> also near the, yeah. Two of by uh, one of by land, two of by sea. Yeah, the lanterns. Um, An important part, uh, plot point of National Treasure, a movie that is a national treasure. Never seen it. Um, the uh, oh, my white tea uh, thing is so Gregory's, which is a, a New York chain of um, coffee, tea, that kind of stuff. Uh, they stopped selling white tea, and it disappointed me. I would go in there. I order. I mean, so they have like chamomile, English breakfast, Earl Grey, and green tea. They used to have white tea, and I would rotate between most of the. I don't. 
uh, rotate usually Earl Grey, green, or white tea. And I got on a real white tea kick, and I was ordering it like every time I was going there for like a few weeks in a row. And then one day they were just like, we don't have that anymore. No one was buying the white tea from Gregory's. I think I've made my complaint about Gregory's known on this podcast as well. Yeah. That they always advertise a maple latte, which is my favorite type of latte. And whenever I've asked to order it, even though it's on the board, they're like, we're out. Yeah. And I just want my maple in my latte. Yeah. And they're just everywhere for me. That's I go there a lot because they're all over New they York. They are all over New York. And I go whenever I have improv, like practice and or classes, mm-hmm. I will go to a Gregory's. And it seems like all the improv places have a Gregory's right next to them. Yeah, there's one near the pit, right? There's one near the pit. One there's near one the near training the center. Magnet training center. There's one near the UCB training yeah. center. Um, yeah, there's lots of Gregory's around. Anyways. Let's go back to talking about this specific tea. This tea. Um, so it's peach. It is indeed peach. Peach, white, white peach. I'm going to make sure I can taste that peach. Peach, one of my very favorite fruits. Go check out the Summer Spectacular to hear my top five ranking. I definitely get peach. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting peach and I'm getting that mango flavor, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is supposed to be a little more incognito. Yeah. But like the sweetness that you can get out of a mango is yeah. definitely here. You also, when we opened that package, it smelled very strongly of peach. Yeah. I'm not, I, I gotta say, I bought this as a, like a little sample pouch mm-hmm. and I'm loving this tea right now. You're going to go back and buy a whole pouch? I might buy a, a canister of this. A canister? Or, you know, maybe I'll have them weigh out of like five ounces or something like that. Um, That would fit in a whole canister. I do like this idea of tiny sample packages for the podcast because my tea situation right now is out of control. You're a mess. Um, I have too much tea. Um, my brother recommended a tea for the podcast and I said I would get it and have it on the podcast, but... I hadn't yet, and when he yelled at me, sorry, Christopher. Um, shout out. Shout out to Christopher. Um, and But I told him I'm not allowed to buy any more tea until I drink some. So I have to buy that tea next. Yeah. I think I think this might be... I have to find... I want to find new places, because... Uh, well, Argo was... This was a thing, but Argo is still also a chain of places yeah. that exist. Um, but I want to I wanna find some places and just get, like... Uh, you know, like a, a, a pot amount, a pot's yeah. worth of, of, of tea. Yeah. And then we can spread the love of other places. Yeah. Harney and Sons has good tea. Harney but we have, we've we, only, I think we've only had one of those. Yes, we did have one. Um, I, I occasionally go to a, a weird tea place in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this place, what, Alice's maybe? Oh, I do thing. love Alice's. I went there, but it was, um, I went there recently, but I, it was in my uh, not allowed to buy tea. Yeah. Uh, but you could buy like. Era. If I don't know like what places allow you to buy just like I a sample like, amount. I want to say the smallest I've ever seen that's not like different. Like if you go into David's tea and you ask for the smallest amount of tea you can buy, I think it's two ounces, mm. which is still a fair amount of tea. I think at Argo you could buy, uh, I think you could just do one ounce. I think if you wanted to, they just have little baggies and they weigh it on a scale. Um, This... This tea package that you bought was 0.15 ounces. 0.15. Yeah. So, one, two, three, four, like se- a seventh of an ounce. A little more. Or um, a little less. A little, yeah. Yeah, less, yeah. That's the math portion of the podcast. We haven't had a math portion in a while. Um, so, I'm also enjoying this tea. Um, I wish I could stir the sugar I put into it, but I didn't have a sugar thing. 
And then I think I would be enjoy the experience even more. If I don't, I don't have a way to stir the sugar. Oh, uh, we, you know, we, we, we didn't have a spoon for yeah. you. Yeah. I'm sorry about not giving you a spoon. It's okay. Um, but I am enjoying this tea, which brings me to an important question I have for you. Yeah, let's uh, lay it on me. Uh, Matt, so um, we are drinking Argo Tea's white peach tea. It's a white tea. Um, mm-hmm. And you bought a sample size. Um, <laughs> I just want to summarize what's taken place so far. Matt, would you describe this tea as there's two, do- two options? Is that too many options or just the right amount? I prefer my choices to be binary. Okay. Um, the choice is between, is this your cup of tea or second choice is not your cup of tea. <laughs> Emily couldn't even hold that, hold that in. Um, this, this I is, need an answer. This is not only my cup of tea. This is going to be one of my top teas we've ever had. That's crazy. One day we are going to have to rank these. I'm no, we're not. <laughs> In my head, I'm going to... We rank. don't even score... We don't even keep track of the ranking of them on, like, an individual basis. Like, uh, I mean, we could go back and listen to them all, but, uh, like, I don't... Like, I write down a lot of information about every episode, have not written down <laughs> what we rate the T's. Um, yeah, I don't know. This this is... I'm having so much... It's simple. I will say it is simple. Yes. It is just white tea, and it's got some peach going on. But I like white tea and I like peach and I'm really digging this right now. And it's also pretty different from a lot of what we've had. Yeah. I like to think it's sort of like, and this isn't that revolutionary of an idea because it is kind of exactly what it is, but it's like taking a, one of the like herbal teas we've had and making it an actual tea. Mm, I can see that. And so I, I like that it actually feels more like tea. Yeah. Emily, I have a question for you. Oh boy. Um, I'm just going to come out with it because we <laughs> stretched out my version of the question long enough. Is this tea, is white peach by Argo tea, your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Oh, great question. Um, you know, Matt, I don't think I'm enjoying this tea as much as you are, mm-hmm. which is to say you're really enjoying this tea. I am. I'm having a great time. Um, you're just like throwing yourself a little party, party over there. There's poppers everywhere. That's what they sound like. Yep. Um, but I'm going to take one more sip. Okay. Taking a sip and trying it out, swirling it around her mouth, flaring your lips. <laughs> I enjoy this tea. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it is my cup of tea. Wow. Two for two. Um, I wasn't worried because I think I thought I enjoyed it enough to, to, to make even, it. Even if you didn't like it. I, it would still feel like two two cups of tea. Yeah. It would it would feel like a good it would feel like a positive score yeah even though it would be fifty fifty, which is a failing grade. What do you consider a passing grade in school? A B or higher. A B. I mean, technically, a passing grade is a D. Although, although, to me, a D is bad. Um, but C, I think, is is what is what is what is is um, acceptable. What. So like an F would be failing, right? Oh, 100%. And a, a D would still be passing. Is this correct um, to you? Yeah. Uh, what number would you assign? Um, at what point does a D become an F? What number would you say that is? 60% to 69% is a D. 59% and lower is an F. Is this, um, where is this knowledge coming from to you? Based off report cards. 
uh, from your childhood or from now? I don't know if you grade My kids My school like doesn't that. give grades. Right. Yeah. You gave like smiley faces and pine, like pine trees or, or something. Not until like sixth or seventh grade. When you were a kid, this is what how you were grading? Yeah, yeah in college, I think too. In college. When I, I don't remember. I feel like college was just letter grades. I don't think we had number grades. Well, like we had points. Like and uh, like it wasn't like like a GPA point or well like they would be like this or like on a test you mean yeah and like I could figure out what the percentage was yeah I don't I don't remember that so when I was in was I when I was in high school oh sixty five or below was an F okay zero to sixty five or no zero to sixty four was an F sixty five was now passing that was a D minus I guess and uh. And it's so like D, I think, was just basically 65 through 69. Why? And then a C was uh, 70 through 79. B was 80 through 89. A was 90 through 100. So I think ours was basically the same, except for I think a D started at 60. Okay. Because it's by, by tens. Sure. Yeah. I don't know why we did it the way we did it. Uh <laughs> Anyways, I was just thinking that two cups of tea in our rating system is a 66, so passing grade. <laughs> but a one at a if it's one and one, then it's a failing grade. Yeah. Sorry to make this real and bring math back. We already talked about math, and we shouldn't have done it again. But this one got a 100%. Yes, it did. In fact, I'd say it got extra credit. Because of my love for yeah. it. So we're going to give this 104? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. You good with tea talk? Tea talk, done. Cool. Um, that was a, that was a good tea talk. Solid. Hey Matt. Yes, um, Emily. So last week, I had a mini topic. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that was your topic. Um, it was amazing. Everyone loves manatees. Um, now and forever. Um, but now it's time for you to have a topic, and not uh, just only do you have a topic, you have a big topic. So I want you to come to the stage. Here I Don't am. you dare interrupt me. <laughs> And talk about it. Walking up to the stage. Uh, Take a bow. Hey, everyone. Bow before the performance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. I have sort of a part, in a way, a part two of a topic I've already discussed, but not really. Let me take a sip of my tea because this is crazy. We're not going to call this. We're not calling this a part two, but it's uh, it's very much related to another topic that I have already covered. Um. In fact, I'll even tie this into that other topic eventually. I will not tie this into the tea, though. It has nothing to do with this tea. I'll make I'll make it work. Um, this topic is just peachy, and <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I don't want to, I don't have to hype up hype up my topic anymore. Um, <laughs> thank you for hyping. Uh, my topic is another genre of music. That I spent a good chunk of my life um, following and being a part of and otherwise enjoying. And um, that would be the genre of new metal. Uh, we're talking, rock, you know, hard rock music from the mid to late 90s through the early 2000s. Okay. So my the early 2000s emo episode would be the thing that I'm considering this sort of the semi second part two. 
another excellent yeah. Matt and Emily Alone episode you should check out. Everyone should check out all of our Matt and Emily Alone episodes. Please do. Um, okay, tell me about New Metal. Do you know what? anything about New Metal? Um, I'm going to tell you how it's spelled. Please do. N-U-M-E-T-A-L. Sure is. Uh, you might even put an umlaut over that U if you really want to be cool. I new. I don't acknowledge umlauts. Um, um, and also optionally hyphenated or not hyphenated, new metal and you okay metal um okay so a band that i would associate with new metal truly i had not, never heard this phrase until i became friends with you so you never heard new metal before you were friends yeah. with me okay um but i guess mm-hmm. what is a new metal metal band um first thought is corn but i don't know if that's true I would say that I would say that Corn is most people's first thought. In fact, it's the first band I wrote on my list of new metal Ooh, bands. I'm so smart. I went and wrote down all the new metal bands I could think of that I thought people may have heard of. <laughs> and uh I got pretty far. I only added 5 to my list after I had a after I like googled I, I went to see what Google thought of new metal and I will be honest. Google did not have a good answer for this because it was including stuff like Metallica, which is just straight up regular metal. It's from yeah. the 80s. That counts as regular metal. <laughs> New metal basically has to be, it's more of a 90s. It's like, okay, so here's, my, here's, here's um, not an original thought, but maybe not a thought a lot of people think about, <laughs> is that, you know, in the 80s, it's all about metal. It's bands like, I don't know, Poison and Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Motley Crue. Those motley, um, those motley men in that crew. That crew. This is. These are the bands that are metal. Bon Jovi, maybe, etc. Would you consider Bon Jovi metal? <sighs> I would just say he's rock. Yeah, I don't know. It. I mean, I think his '80s stuff is fits in with '80s metal. Like it's strange because like he's different. He's more different now. Anyways, this is all that sort of, and he was like a hair band, basically. This is all this is all the same to me. I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone. Um, this is also the music I grew up on earlier, so yeah. you know, whatever. And then um, a little band called Nirvana came around. Oh, I've heard of them. And Nirvana basically, and the grunge era killed metal. Metal was killed. I know, I know, metal still exists, but is not as popular as it was. In the 80s. In the 80s. And it will never be as popular again because of Nirvana. It's actually a reason I think a lot of people hate Nirvana is because they killed sort of a genre of music. Now, this isn't about Nirvana, and I'm not going to make it about Nirvana, but Nirvana is one of my other favorite bands to ever exist. Uh, anyways, we have that whole era of um, Nirvana and grunge and uh, Soundgarden and sort of early mid 90s stuff like that that i don't consider new metal and then i think uh people sort of missed metal and also rap was coming into fashion (laughs) and those sort of combined to do things like rap rock which is what like limp biscuit and corn are which i would both consider those new metal bands um and so it was sort of a resurgence of that kind of like 80s sound but with like this new harder edge and also again uh rap (laughs) And uh, I'm going to go through a list. Here's my list of uh, new metal bands. Okay. And you give me, you say yes or no if you, mm, uh, give me a yes 
a no or a I know a song by them. <laughs> so I know a song by them is is the most knowing you can. If you've just heard of a band, just say yes, you've heard of it. Oh, okay. So if I if I've just heard the name, it's a yes. If I have not heard the name, it's a no. But if I like know some of their songs. Yes. Specify that. Okay. Yes. I'm prepared for this rating system. <laughs> Uh, it's three things. So that's, I know it's like more complicated than our usual two. Honestly, it's might be too much, but I think I got it. It's a trinary. That's a thing I'm maybe made up, but it sounds right because of binary. Yeah. Trinary. I'm going to go with it. Corn. Yes. Maybe know some of their songs. Like, I think if you played a song, I'd be like, I've heard that song. I thought about getting songs to play on this, but I didn't want to go down that route. (laughs) Um, uh, Limp Bizkit. I know their songs. Uh, what's one song you know by them? Uh, the Nookie song and um, oh, there's others. There's definitely yeah, others. Sure, there, there sure are. Um, Marilyn Manson. Yes, and I'm pretty sure I know some of his songs. What do you think a song by him might be? I don't know. I, just, I want you to like just like say no, a thing. No, I know. Um, I'm going to say just yes for him. Okay. Uh, System of a Down. So I'm noticing that I know these, all of these, but I, I don't know if I know a specific song by them. Um, but I, I do know them. I feel like I do know a song of theirs that I just can't think of right now. Okay. Um, Rob Zombie. Yes. He sort of comes, he originally sort of comes out of more of a metal scene, but I'm going to call him new metal because I feel like it. Uh, Power Man 5000. No. Uh, I bet you do know a song by them, but I won't get into that uh, yet. Uh, Disturbed. Yes. Okay. Uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yes, and I know some of their songs. Cool, cool. Uh, Slipknot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Linkin Park. I know their songs. <laughs> uh, Godsmack. Yes. Uh, Papa Roach. Yes, and I've definitely seen some of his music videos, and I some of his the <laughs> <a> band. <laughs> what? I I can't defend myself, but I, I, I have seen some of his videos, although I can't think of a song name. Um, that's on Cut My Life in Two Pieces. Oh, yes, that's I do. Last Resort. This uh, is my last resort. Go. That's them. Uh, Tool. Yes. Kid Rock. I know his songs. Mostly older Kid Rock. He's not yeah. really a... Uh, uh, yeah, he's like a country singer now. <laughs> um, that's all I wrote down. I could name some more, but I'm not going to bother. You can um, well, I just, I named some of like, these are, these to me are the big ones. I'm okay. sure there's someone in there I missed. Uh, and actually some of them aren't big ones like Power Man 5000, who they do the song when worlds collide. If you've maybe ever heard that, you've probably heard it in a movie at some point. Yeah, probably. Um, let's see. So Corn has like, um, uh, Freak on a Leash, Got the Life, um, Falling Away From Me. These are just some random songs they've done. Um, I remember they spelled Corn with a backwards K. Backwards R. But also a K. It's K and a backwards R. Okay. Just a regular K. Yeah. I just combined them both into the first letter. Uh, S- System of Down had that song Chop Suey, which was like pretty popular. That sounds familiar. I'd have to hear some words. Um, Marilyn Manson is like uh, Beautiful People. Oh, I know that song. Uh, Do- the Dope Show. Oh, I know that song. Uh, they also, he also has like a bunch of covers like uh, Tainted Love and... Uh, yeah, whatever. Oh, did I? I think I, I think I missed one. Uh, the Deftones. Yes. 
Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Slipknot. Their big song. Their original song was called "Wait and Bleed." Uh, Godsmack has a song called "Whatever." Whatever. Also, a song called "Voodoo," which was the theme song to the TV show "Fear" on MTV. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. There's some stuff in there. Kid Rock obviously had uh, "Ba Wada Ba." Ba Wada Ba. <laughs> um, there's the song, the cowboy song too. It's called Cowboy. It's a wild, wild. Nope. I'm a cowboy, Boy, baby. baby. Uh, so new metal was this, I was all, this is my music. Yeah. I was, I wore like, I used to, I would, I saw, uh, the, I saw almost all these bands I mentioned live. I've never seen, of the bands I've mentioned, the only ones I haven't seen live. No, I haven't seen Limp Bizkit, Rob Zombie, Rage Against Machine, like, or Linkin Park, or. Actually, there's a few more. Papa Roach, Tool, and Kid Rock. I've never seen those ones. But I have seen Korn. Uh, no, I've seen Korn, System of a Down, Deftones, Disturbed, uh, Godsmack, Slipknot, Power in 5000. I've seen all those people live. And all their like accompanying opening acts. So yeah. I've seen lots of opening level <laughs> ones. The band, I don't know, let's say Trust Company, uh, Null Set, um, Three Days Grace. Oh, I know them. Yeah, they had that popular song, uh, I Hate Everything About You or something. Or... I hate everything about you. Yeah, that. Um, I saw them with Corn. actually. Um, I saw Corn and Disturbed at the same concert. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm a pretty cool dude. Um, and this thing, Rob Zombie, he's the dude, he's the head front man of that band. His brother or half-brother is a singer from Power Man 5000, another band Aww. I mentioned. Um, this was, yes, this was so much of my life before I basically discovered Modest Mouse. Like pre-Modest Mouse, this is what I listened to. And then I got Modest Mouse and I got into that kind of stuff. <laughs> so I have a question. Yes. Let's go back to Baby Matt. Little Baby Matt. Little Baby Matt. How does Baby Matt discover new metal and listen to it? Um, so the, my dad listened to the hard rock, the local hard rock radio station, WAAF, the only station that really rocks 107.3. Um, do you work in radio secretly? Um, uh, yes. Actually, I mean, technically, I, this, this is, is radio. This is radio. I, I actually did, uh, have a radio show in college for a little bit. Did I mention that I think too? I didn't know that. Um, no, I just like kind of, I like to mock the radio station. That I, it was like the only station I ever listened to. Um, and uh, do you know who Opie and Anthony are? They became like an uh, XM radio show. They sound familiar. Now yeah. it's just one of them. They're like sort of like a Howard Stern, but like different. It's yeah. like a duo. They started on this radio station. And I used to like listen to them when I was younger because they were the, they were like the afternoon radio show. <laughs> um and so he listened to that. My mom listened to music that I now am like, what was this all about? Like, uh, my first, the, my earliest memory of having a favorite song was by Michael Bolton. Uh, cause it was my, that was like my mom had a Michael Bolton CD. <laughs> I liked this. I really like this one song on it. Like it's like knock on wood or something like that. And then shortly thereafter, I started listening to the, like whenever to be in the car with my dad, he would play this, this like rock station and the next song I remember being like one of my favorite songs was King Nothing by uh, Metallica, which is kind of 
during a period where Metallica was only making shitty music. <laughs> so it's kind of a funny song to have ever been your favorite. Um, and then I'll say shortly thereafter, I sort of came into my own for liking some of these other bands. Um, my first CD ever was not a new metal band. Uh, it was the Beastie Boys, Hello Nasty, the song Intergalactic on it. Uh, but shortly after that, when I started buying more CDs on my own, my second CD was Kid Rock's uh, debut album. And uh, Devil Without a Cause is the name of it. Wow. And uh, and then I... Then like it, so now this is like sort of middle school for me that I do this. And uh, it's actually funny. So last week on the podcast, we talked about Total Request Live... Yes, we did. And I had to bite my tongue to not to talk about it um, at the time because uh, my, a friend of mine, his name is uh, Andre. He's actually Shout out to Andre. one who uh, gave us all this nice sound equipment we have, um, or a lot of it. Double shout out to Andre. Yep. Uh, he and I would like call each other on the phone because Corn was on Total Request Live. <laughs> like somehow like Freak on a Leash was on there. Mm-hmm. That's the, if you've ever seen that video, it's like the one where the bullet is like traveling through things. It's a pretty cool video. I'll I, show it to you after the pod. I uh, also, I think I've seen it. Yeah. It's like, I think it's, that's like sort of iconic new metal. Like, I feel like that's like how new metal will be remembered is like Korn's uh, song where the bullet went through a bunch of things. Um, and so we would gossip about stuff like that. My first concert I ever went to was the Pledge of Allegiance tour with um slipknot and system of down and um american head charge was one of the opening acts and there was some other opening act and then there was a fourth there's supposed to be a fifth act there that was actually not allowed to perform either in worcester or in massachusetts i don't remember and that is the band rammstein with that song du hast and a few it's my, it's like a German, they're like a German metal band. Why were they not allowed to perform? I had heard that they had done an illegal sexual act on stage the last time ah, they were there. They had done some sort of... I get uh, you every time. Sodomy thing on the stage. It was something, you know, the act in itself was not illegal, but it was illegal to do in, in a, on a stage. <laughs> They had done something like that's like a lot of these bands like Slipknot. One of their like original claims to fame was they used to like throw like feces at each other or something on stage. I don't I don't remember that era. I was not part of that. Uh, but like that was in like ninth or tenth grade for me, which would be like ninety nine, two thousand. Oh, I went in, I went in two thousand. I think. Um, my radio station used to have a festival every year called Loco Bazooka. And I would go to that and see, that was like, I, I don't, I was so young going to those and it was like, everyone around me is like smoking weed and I'm like, just this little, this little sweet boy. Little <laughs> here, baby boy. Here to see Disturbed and Kitty and Dope and um, more <laughs> bands. If anyone knows these bands, they're probably like, oh, that band, oh, that band. Um, okay. So we're still Baby Matt. What attracts Baby Matt to this music? Um, and Adult Matt. You know, I you know, I don't know. I mean, it was just like I think it was just the music. I mean, I didn't like boy bands, which is they're also like this is the same time they're yeah. like coming into existence. Um 
and I think it's just being in the car, listening to this stuff, being like, I like this, I like this, uh, you know, oh, corn, cool, oh, Limp Bizkit, cool, um, and uh, I remember my, actually, my, again, my friend Andre, he sold, he, System of a Down had, like, this is actually one of the first memories I have of this being a thing, I'm sure it ex- existed for, like, all time, uh, but it was like they had an album, and then they like a, a year later or whatever, released a special edition of that album mm-hmm. with like bonus tracks or something on it. And this would have been, this was like 99 or something. Like, I just don't really remember bonus tracks existing before then. I'm sure, again, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Uh, but he wanted to buy the new version of the album and he was like, oh, I have this old version. I'll sell it to you for $5 or something like that. And I was like, okay, cool. And I got this system, the the very first System of a Down album and I thought it was so great. And that's like a band I really got attached to. Uh, in fact, so part of this whole thing is to say that I really don't listen to much of this music anymore. Um, I did listen to some of it in the last couple of days because I knew this was going to be my topic. You're preparing for the pod. Um, but I still actually very much enjoy um, Raging, Against, Raging Against the Machine, Tool, uh, System of a Down, and the Deftones. These are all still great bands. I've been listening to a ton of... I was listening to... Actually, possibly the inspiration for this being my topic was that I had been listening to a lot of System of a Down lately. Oh, hi. And I was like, man, this would be a good topic, especially because I have a weird relationship with this music now because mm-hmm. it, it was such a big part of me sort of like becoming a person. But now like so much of it is like I can't even really... I just don't like a lot of it anymore. Yeah. It's like it's almost... I mean, certainly some of these bands like uh, Papa Roach is, are like embarrassing <laughs> to have liked. But then there's like stuff like Corn, which I'm not really embarrassed that I liked. But I listened to one of their albums the other day. and I was like, just some of this, some of the language they're using. Yeah. I'm like, this feels so antiquated. Like just some of like the either like homophobic sounding stuff or like mm-hmm. the weird to women kind of stuff. And... um. Or just whatever, like that, like that. They're 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 using the word fuck a lot to be like edgy. Yeah, and I'm like that's not edgy. It's not edgy. <laughs> the edge is. I mean, maybe it was edgy-ish then or whatever. But like, that certainly was a big part of it. Was like, oh, the swearing. Yeah. <laughs> the language. It's the same way I feel about Eminem. Like I still, I, I I used to really like Eminem, and now I'm like, he's still, you know, still doing a lot of weird anti, uh, you know, anti-gay hasn't rapping and yeah, since. hasn't grown up. And I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of it I can appreciate in its time in a way, but it's like hard to listen to and even harder if I wanted to like play it on a stereo because like I wouldn't Good. want people hearing it yeah. or whatever. And I, in general, I'm just like not that interested. Now to say, so System of a Down is actually like, so Rage Against Machine is like politics in singing and that was System of a Down's whole yeah. thing was... I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence that their names are kind of a similar pattern and meaning. Um, But actually listening to System of a Down now is like amazing because they were like complaining about all the things that are like popular, like the prison system. Yeah. And they have a song called The Prison System even. (laughs) And like police being evil to minorities and things Mm -hmm. like that. And like they were literally calling out all the stuff in like the late 90s, early 2000s. And so like their music has held up extremely well because 
Uh, you it, just like you hear it and you're like, oh wow, we haven't we haven't learned our lessons. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. I could go on and on about this the lack of learning lessons in politics, but uh, um, this isn't about that. <laughs> okay. Um. So I think if the, I would have been in. I want to say third or fourth grade during this time. Yeah. Um, I would say my, like, around 2000, um, 2003 is when I'm weaning off of this. Why? Um, I remember, like, a couple of last, some of the last few concerts I went to that were, like, new metal were in 2004. I did go to a couple, like, last few ones, but I was already, like, I was sort of like in between emo, like yeah. emo and liking new metal because I remember this one week I like went and I saw like three concerts in like four days and one of them was just or no, uh, four concerts. It was, I saw brand new one concert, Coding Cambria, another concert and Thursday, a third concert. And then I saw S- Slipknot in a fourth concert. So I was like battling back and forth what yeah. I uh, liked and um and then i remember seeing like the deftones in 2003 i've seen the actually i've seen the deftones more recently than that but um yeah it's sort of it's sort of just like i phase phasing out of it yeah but uh there are pictures in my high school yearbook of me wearing system, a system of a down t-shirt and i'm like i'm on student council which is like you know yeah. that's a preppier thing to do yeah and liking liking metal is a uh, rebellious thing to do so everyone else is wearing sort of these nice white outfits or, yeah. or, or lighter colored yeah. things and i'm wearing my black t-shirt with system of a down written across it and i'm like four feet away from the next closest person because i'm a i'm a loner or whatever <laughs> you're making a statement yeah um okay so you you really into it, it was super important to you but then you started to back away from it yeah and then emo happened what do you think about emo appealed to you that new metal had lost? So, um, I have a couple of things to say about this. Okay. First, um, an anecdote about it. All right. It, um, back then when there was no, uh, such thing as an MP3 player, <laughs> I would have a CD, you know, disc man, portable CD player. And I would take that on the bus with me and I would listen to it on the ride to and from school. And, uh, I actually had like, I had this one corn album that I would have on there. And I realized at some point it like the album itself, like kind of made me depressed. Yeah. Like it was, they were very, like a lot of that kind of stuff is sad. I mean, it's emo in that way where it's like being whiny. I mean, even like corn, which I think is a band that has some amount of edge to them. Yeah. They were, their lyrics were on the whinier side, you know? Um, it was often about how they wish they had more, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the singles were the rebellious stuff, and then yeah. they got more heartfelt on the songs. Um, so that's my anecdote about it. But my more thorough thought about this as I've as I've gone on is I feel like new metal sort of in itself, like, when I was phasing out of it, it was dying as a okay. genre. And I think historically how this works and to go back to my explanation of how i feel music worked i'm sure a real i'm sure a real music uh nerd could school me on this um 
but I think I'm close. My thoughts are that there's so there's also this other form of music, you know, in the mid '90s that's just like alternative rock. Yeah. So that I would consider like Incubus, um, the Foo Fighters. Um, you could really stretch it to like add in like other like things like Matchbox Twenty or whatever. I was never into those people. Uh, but there were these other like alt rocky sort of yeah. bands. Um, and I think I felt like sort of emo. Oh, and like Blink One Eighty Two also like comes out in ninety nine. And I sort of feel my my thought is that a lot of these bands. Um, I'm gonna add in. I'm gonna add in. Uh, let's say Weezer. It's another band yeah. at that time. A lot of these bands all sort of converged. Like I don't think of Weezer as emo, yeah. but I think of it as a very close. Or, or nor do I think of Blink One Eighty Two as emo, but I think of them as both these like very close like cousins to yeah. emo. And I think they were almost like more the bridge music between new metal being cool and uh, emo being cool. And there's obviously like the rise of like pop punk and stuff in that same time period. Uh, but I feel like they all converged into becoming what is then emo. So now the sad people who listen to Corn uh, become the sad people who listen to Thursday or whatever. And it yeah. still has like this emotional punch, but it's maybe a little bit, m- it gives you a little bit more. Like the poetry of these emo bands was a little better than the poetry of, right. say, Corn. And I don't think it's any coincidence that it's the same kind of like look, right? Like emo, the emo look isn't so different from like the goth look. Yeah. You know, wearing lots of black, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and being sad. <laughs> Let it be known I'm I'm always sad. Um, okay. I feel like I know a little bit about Baby Matt now. Yeah. So I, I um there's always like concurrent trends in music, and I think I was like on one path that was like the like Nirvana into new metal, into alt rock, into emo, and then into like what I more consider what I listen to now is like indie rock, I suppose. Um, but you know, people follow people follow different trends, like with a more like of a rap heavy mm-hmm. section in there, where like they may have gone, th- yeah, more into a rap phase from yeah. that. Because um, I think like a lot of these bands like are like the rap rock bands, especially like Rage Against the Machine. I mean, he's just that's he's like doing rap basically. Yeah. <laughs> um. And he does rap actually pretty well. The, the uh, singer from Rage, Rage Against the Machine has done some other stuff since then. Yeah. Um, um, during this time period, I should say, um, when so we were at a karaoke place last night, and you didn't know the Usher song that I knew. That was definitely from this time period. Yeah. Uh, um, there's there's a lot of huge gaps in that stuff. Yeah. I know um, a lot of boy bands, though, <laughs> even though that was never my thing. Um, I feel like it was impossible to avoid boy bands. Like as a person who actively sought out boy bands, I I think I could have avoided them. Uh, my high school girlfriend uh, was really into uh, like Backstreet Boys and stuff. Backstreet and back. uh, and my brother was really into like In Sync. How could you not be? And maybe like Britney Spears and stuff like that. And I think had I not had a couple of people around me that were really into it, I probably would have almost entirely avoided it. And then we'd be in a time now where like. Um, you know, like I want it that way would be like that Usher song to me. <laughs> We're like everyone knows it, but me. I want it that way. Um, as it turns out, I do know I want it that way pretty well. Um, Our two worlds apart. That's all I'm gonna sing. Um, and there's like the whole you know, there's like this other. I mean, I've also liked lots of other random stuff. Like I did really like 
I have always really liked Incubus, for instance, yeah. and I don't they they fit more in the alt rocky group. Although they did have a DJ, mm-hmm. and that would make them more. That's like they're like a borrowed from new metal kind of band. Um. Okay. So going back to new metal a little bit in these bands, what would you say is your absolute favorite new metal band? Without a doubt, it's System of a Down. Hi. Uh, I think at the time it might have been more. Um, probably would have said Corn. Uh, back in the day mm-hmm. but now it's just because uh time has changed my mind <laughs> yeah uh, i probably listened to more well yeah at the time i probably listened to way more corn than anything else but then now it's it's just got to be system down because i have continually listened to them yeah ever since uh and they actually haven't even made a new album since 2006 so i've been listening to like their old stuff this whole time. time yeah um, I guess my next question is, what's your favorite new metal song? Wow, great question. Um, I have so many that I like as like a guilty pleasure. <laughs> like I will, like any of the like the singles and stuff, I'm like, oh, these are still fun. Um, yeah. So it's hard. Um, mm, oh, probably Killing in the Name of by uh, Rage Against the Machine. And that's like almost early 90s at that point or like 93 okay. i can't remember when that album came out that the album that album came out before i was into them i think or i probably liked the song on the radio and i didn't realize like who they yeah. were that's a really good song that's like rage this machine is still a band i could really listen to and i probably will go on a kick about them after we record this now um oh and tool is really great i don't know it's hard to say should I ever tell you that my brother went to Woodstock? Yeah. I've told you that? Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Um, I probably made some joke about slip, uh, the Limp Bizkit starting fires and stuff. I'm sure you did. Because uh, um, my favorite Woodstock story he has is that um, that night they were trying to find their tent. He went with my 16-year-old cousin when he was 18. Um, and they couldn't find it. But they were able to locate it because someone had a sign that was about like... I want to say it was like free sex here or something, but I don't know if that's true. I'd have mm-hmm. to ask him. But that's how they found their tent. Because it had gotten trampled. Let us know at tbdpodcast at gmail.com if that's the true story. Hey, Christopher, hit us up. Love you. Send us an email. I also know that um, no photo place would pub- um, uh, develop his pictures, except for the one who did said they had to do it at nighttime because people could see their pictures being developed. Because there was like pictures of people topless and stuff from Woodstock. But that's it's art. You can print art. I don't. They had trouble. It makes me mad. From like a just a, why 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 did we have to be so weird and prudish back then? Oh God, because it was the late nineties. Um. Yeah, we had problems. Um. I would say we still uh, have problems. Prudeness. Yeah. Sure, I'd say so. Um. Okay. Do I have anything else I need to say about new metal? Um. I loved it, and I could take it or leave it. The bands I still like are still really great. Go listen to System of a Down if you want to get some really good uh, They Told Us So <laughs> back then stuff. I will say, okay, here's a weird here's a weird thing, and we can mm. dive into this if you feel like it, or we can just skip over it, because I don't know if this is a... I never know when my opinion is about to become a bad opinion. <laughs> well, it's here, and I'll I, let you know. I think this is a good opinion, uh, but... You know, whatever. You rate this good opinion or not a good opinion. <laughs> Your cup of opinion. Uh, back to back to a binary system. Thank God. Yeah. 
Um, I, um, I have many of the grievances that a lot of people have with our current political system. And I don't necessarily, I'm not talking about, say, our president. I'm talking about, like, the judginess with which certain, like, how we've, how we've become more like acutely aware of say like how the prison system works or the treatment of people who are um, marginalized, any marginalized groups, which is basically anything that isn't me. (laughs) Uh, You could say about any group, um, you know? um, um, Yes. We'll leave it at that. Any group (laughs) that gets marginalized. Um, I'm as enraged as anyone else is about all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I want everyone to be able to live good, nice lives. And this is not the, co- this is not the controversial part yet. <laughs> I think we could all agree that we want everyone to live nice lives. We don't want to hate anybody. Hating people is bad. <laughs> um, but I think one of the reasons I don't get as worked up about it as people do, um, like meaning I don't. I don't post about it a lot, like on like social media and stuff. I'm not very active in that way is because, and I had this realization recently is that I've had this stewing in my brain for years. Like Mm -hmm. this, this stuff like rage against the machine, which I just have listened to every one of their albums, uh, innumerable number of times. And all their stuff is about all this, like all the injustices we are still facing today. Again, system of down, same way. A lot of these, uh, bands that were like doing the political aspect of it, and so I think the reason I'm not as like hyper and posting and have like opinionated in a way where I like feel the need to tell everyone is because I'm it's it's been in my brain. I've been listening to it over and over for, you know, yeah. 20 years. <laughs> Are you saying you've been woke for a really long time? I have been woke for a very long time. No. Oh. Humble brag. Um, listen, you use the word woke. I was <laughs> I know. Uh I don't know. Bad opinion or good opinion? <laughs> I think that's a fine opinion. Yeah. I mean, and it's not, again, it's not that I don't care about this stuff. It's just like, I'm a little more, I don't know, used to the atrocity. They're not as shocking to me as they might've been. If I, if I'd spent my whole life listening to, I don't know, um, the Goo Goo Dolls and uh, <laughs> some bands that don't, uh, Fastball. Uh, Fastball? That song, The Way. It was it was popular. Um, you have to trust me on that. I believe you. I feel like I recognize. It. I just don't know who the fastball is. Uh, they're just called fastball. No. Uh, you know, who, like Goo Goo Dolls is. Yeah, I know who the Goo Dolls. It's from like the same like genre and time period stuff. I think if I had spent my whole life listening to different music, I probably would. I might be more incensed now, but I've been desensitized in ways because I I just it's like core to me. That's like the other thing is that this isn't to say that I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's that it's almost more core to me to like, I, I keep going back to the prison system part because that actually has been a thing that's long bothered me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like a hip thing to be mad about now. Um, but I'm, I've been mad about it for a long time. Yeah. It's probably like, there's probably certain things that like, if you're, if you're more of like, if you're more rap inclined. Yeah, I can see that. There's probably more like different things you're more specific about. I don't know. I hope that's not a bad opinion. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad opinion. I think it's a fine opinion. Good. Um, yeah. Did you have anything else you want um, to ask me? I, 
I had we, something. We can wrap up soon. I had something, but I can't remember what it was. <sighs> It'll never come back. No, it's going to come back. Oh, I remember what it was. See, I told you it would come back. Um, are was, any of these bands still touring? A lot of them, uh, I say most of these are still touring. A lot of them are still putting out music. Um, I just don't even care anymore. All right. Um, if System Out of a Down put out a new album, would you go to their tour? I absolutely would, yeah. They, I think they are touring right now. They just haven't released a new album? But they're, yeah. I was just reading about this. There, there's been like some struggle with them about release like putting together an album that they're proud of and all this stuff um one of the one of the or like the guitarist and backup singer he has like a solo project that he releases stuff on called scars on broadway it's a similar sound but i'm not that into it it's no offense to him i'm just not that into it yeah okay um i think uh i have kept up with like the deftones they still release stuff and their stuff is still continued to be pretty good um raging against the machine like has gotten back together and toured but they they broke up in like 2000 no like 99 they broke up and they weren't a band for a long time now they're just finally back together they were they they do like reunion tours they're not they haven't like released anything i don't as far as i know (laughs) okay um and then a lot of these other bands are uh i don't know there's like slipknot which like i just I was really into them, and then I just, I just fell out of interest. I think the singer has a really awesome voice. Still, uh, but. Slipknot has the logo that's like a knot, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's like an S with some lines through it, maybe. Okay. I don't know exactly. I don't know if that's what you're thinking of. I don't know what's what I'm thinking of. Uh, Limp Bizkit is not really a band anymore. Uh, Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie are on tour together right now, which is a weird tour. I know someone who went to that or a couple of people who went to that. Um, <laughs> I would probably go to a lot of these concerts just for fun. Like I'd go see corn again, although I probably wouldn't pay whatever it costs to see corn live. Yeah. But if someone was like, Hey, you want to go see corn tonight? I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Do you remember kid rock performing at the Super Bowl? Uh, no. He was with other people. I don't really like Super Bowl, uh, halftime shows, so I don't really watch them ever. I think the main reason I remember is because I think our health teacher or something was like, he wore an American flag as a shirt and that was disrespectful, which according to the rules of the flag, that is true. The rules of the flag. Um, sure. Whatever. I don't know. That's, I'm pretty sure that's the whole reason I remember that he was at a Super Bowl. Yeah. I think any flag clothing is supposed to be bad or whatever. Yeah. If I, ever, uh, if I told you about the worst flag I ever saw, the Yankees flag I saw one time. No. <laughs> this guy, again, oh, the other thing this podcast is about, sometimes we talk about the the four or five or six things that this podcast is about, but yeah. one of them is about how much the Yankees are evil. Um, <laughs> Yankees are evil. I like Harry Potter or pro the Columbus Zoo, and there's a few other things. Tea, friendship, topics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the number sixth thing this is about is Yankee hate, right? Yeah. We'll have to count these down sometime like we did M&M's. Um, and uh, so this shirt, it's like, it's a t-shirt and it has an American flag on it printed just straight up. Uh, but instead of the um, the stars in the blue field, it's the Yankees logo replacing no. the stars. There are no stars. And um, there's only 12 stripes on it. And the way you... you the way it looks wrong immediately as soon as you look at it, because um, 
you know, when you're, there's 13 stripes, yeah. that means the first color and the last color are the, are the same. same. They have to be because it's an odd number. Uh, and this one, the flag started with the red stripe and ended on white. And I immediately was like, what's wrong with this? There's something wrong. And I like counted the stripes. I was like, oh yeah, it's because it's supposed to be red at the bottom. And so not only was it ugly with that Yankees logo, but the wrong number of stripes. I like to think that they forgot the New York stripe. Because that would be funny. Because New York was one of them. Why do you think they picked 12? Like, is there a 12 that is significant to the Yankees? Um, not that I'm aware of. Have they won 12 World Series? Uh, two times over. They've won uh, 27 of them. Okay. Um, have they? That's too many. They should share. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't deserve to ever win another one again. I mean, literally, every, we could, every other team should win... Uh, the next closest is the Cardinals, which I think have 16. Uh, so every other team could win it 10 times again, 10 times what the Yankees ever win it again. And the Yankees will still have had the most <laughs> out of any team. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Um, I don't know. I don't know why they did it wrong. I don't like graphic design. Like this person who did it was just an idiot. No, right? well, that's fair. I, mean, I don't know if it's authentic Yankees gear. I guess I like to think it is because it makes them look stupid. <laughs> um, and it'd be fun if they forgot their own their own colony. They were a colony. They were a colony. I've seen Hamilton. Do you know the thirteen colonies? Let's see if I can do it. Um, I'm okay. Mass. <laughs> um, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. New Hampshire. Maybe. Do you know them? No, I, I know some of them that aren't uh, the 13 ones. I'll look them up and I'll click um, New York, New Jersey, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina. Um, I'm Delaware. Did I say Delaware? I don't know. Am I doing okay? Uh, I'm yeah, missing four, fine. right? I think all the ones you named are right. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to list them off straight when we're done. So then okay. we don't have to think about it. <laughs> There's four more that I'm missing. All right. So they, I'll just list them to you. Okay. Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and New Hampshire. Okay. I think if I thought about it some more, I would have gotten there. I was focused on the fact that I wasn't sure if Maine was or not. Maine is not. It was at the time it was part of Massachusetts. Vermont was also not one. Ah. It was part of either New Hampshire or New York, depending on how you look at it. Um, There's no West Virginia yet. There's no Florida yet. There's a lot of them, a lot of them missing there. Delaware's slogan is the first state. Good for Delaware. I mean, they didn't, you know, like start the Revolutionary War like Massachusetts did, but... Uh, Which state has the really intense tag, like, live free or die? That's New Hampshire. It's New Hampshire. It's always just a little too intense for me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What's Ohio's uh, slogan? Uh, first place of aviation, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Because that's where... Yeah, yeah, I've heard this. I don't... Oh, this is such a garbage thing. <laughs> no, it's not. It's perfect. I feel like... Where did I hear? Was it like Positive America or something? They had someone from Ohio, or it was some something. Someone from Ohio was like talking about how that's where like uh, 
Or maybe it was like someone from North Carolina, like talking about how their think it was flight that. was. And they were like, oh yeah, they just flew the plane here or something. And I'm like, this is the silliest feud between Ohio and North Carolina. <laughs> Whoever like um, created flight or whatever. Well, we're right. With that Ohio? You're right? Just like the Wright brothers? Yeah. We're right about the Wright brothers. Um, well, good luck to you guys. Uh, <laughs> no, not good luck. It's just fact. All right, all right. We're the all right. birthplace of aviation. All right. Um, Someone's the birthplace of America. I don't think that's Massachusetts, though. Even though it should be. Started that Revolutionary War. The Redcoats are coming. They are. The, the trip from... Lexington to Concord. They they came and they kept coming. They did. And then we stopped them. We did. All right. Well, this episode it's, isn't about the Revolutionary War. No, it's about new metal. And it's about um, new metal, but we're wrapping up anyways. Do you, do you have, have anything? I don't have anything. I, I think I'm done. Um, I vaguely remember talking about corn in the playground of my middle, my elementary school and about how one of the letters was backwards. I just have a vague memory of that. That's the R. Um, um, yeah, I was, I used to love it, you guys, and then I moved on and some of it's still okay. I'm happy that you, your taste, you know, tastes grow as you change, as you grow older and change. Taste changes, taste, tastes change as you change. Yeah. Uh, you grew up where some people in new metal did not. Yeah. Even now I have like, I have way more hip hop groups that I used, that I, that I, I'm, I'm way more on that than I used to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, someday we'll talk about the music I actually like now. <laughs> we'll see about that. Thank you for teaching me about new metal. Mostly that all of these bands are grouped under the heading of new metal. Yeah, I would say so. I'm sure that I'm sure some people will disagree. And yeah. Some people will say like, you forgot, whatever. And I probably will say, I didn't think they were new metal. Um. Or something like that. Add us with your corrections and Matt will respond. I will. I will respond with with, uh, prejudice. (laughs) All right. That's all we have, right? We don't have any corrections. You guys know our plugs. You guys know them, but please uh, go on iTunes. Give us a rating. Give us a review. That's like super helpful. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to turn this podcast off when it's done. You are going to keep your podcast app open. You're going to rate this podcast with five stars. I mean, really just do it on iTunes. The other you systems can also do it on iTunes. They don't matter to me. Then you're going to just, you know, stroll on over to Facebook. Yeah. You can, the, here's the thing is like, you can write a review in um, iTunes and then literally copy paste yeah. and put it into Facebook yeah. and give us that five star rating. <laughs> so then put it in Facebook and then, you know what? Respond to some of our stuff, maybe like some stuff, then go to Instagram and like everything. I recently did that. And yeah. there are 75 pictures for yeah. you to like. Yeah. Go like them. There's probably even more now. That's true. All right. Well, I've been Matt Armando. I continue to be Ellie Riggins and I will continue to be for the next episode as well. <laughs> Someday we'll be different people. And this has been TBD. With Matt and Emily. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We'll miss you.